What's up, everybody? Welcome to the talk. I'm Rick. This is Ben, and we are the Zen Heads. Today, we're going to talk about magic. <laughs> Realistically, now we just have a bunch of topics folded up in a bunch of pieces of paper, and we're going to pick them and see which one today is going to be. All right, today's topic is finish lines. Can't even see that. Finish no, lines. you can't, but I like that topic, though. <laughs> I like that topic a lot. And uh, we also had a subtopic to that, uh, no judges, so it kind of swirls into it. So I, I like I like this topic because I like the idea of no finish lines and no judges because the way I look at this is sometimes I live my life thinking that I'm going to get to this finish line, right? Or there's this panel of judges just sitting behind like this. Like, no. Bad right, job or good job. Expectations, yeah. Yeah, like, and, and I just, it's hard for me to realize sometimes that's not actually what's happening. Like, there's no one sitting there like, you did this right, you did this wrong, or there's no finish line. Like it's once you get to a point you want to be at, you're going to have to keep going. <laughs> like, you know, like it doesn't just magically stop. So what you're saying is like, if there's the finish line is just an illusion. Yeah. For, I, I think we talk about this a lot. I think our mind likes the idea of like finality. It likes resolution. So being able to put something at the end of a line is like, okay, that's what I need to work towards. And that there's either going to be a reward or some sort of like feeling of accomplishment at the end. But right. when it comes to like life and I don't know, we'll call it like the personal development kind of thing, you're constantly evolving. If you hit the finish line, that's when like you're gone. You know what I mean? Then that finish line is your legacy kind of shit. Right, right. The stories have been lying to us all the time. They happily ever after and then it just ends. Yeah. No. Or like it's 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 coming here it comes and uh, if it's a degree or something like that or you finally finish a race or you get that six pack you've been working towards it time doesn't pause and you're like okay got it now it's there it's 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 a blink and you look back and say oh that was it so yeah there's there's no no definition no definition of a finish line and we're just kind of encouraged to kind of get to this point and I think as a result we're wasting a lot of the dance instead of it being it should be a, i'm sorry reverse it should be a dance instead of a race if that makes sense no i i even think your dance your dance analogy kind of made sense too because i feel like a lot of times we spend our time dancing you know we're, we're trying to show off for people we're trying to you know almost act as if we're worthy or we're constantly in this world of trying to show people that we either know better or we're just competent enough to do things and a lot of times that's just not the case, right? We think that um, whether like it goes to that judges thing, we're constantly think we're on this like stage that we have to perform where I, I want to know how much of my day do I actually be myself, right? Or do it like, for yourself. Yeah. Or just in for me, it's in general, be myself because I'm constantly thinking like, oh, my boss wants me to do this. Oh, um, I have to act this certain way because my mother raised me good, right? I, it's because my mother did a good job, I in turn have to act a certain way and do a good job to make her almost like time that she spent with me like worth it almost. You know, what I mean? does, does that make any sense? Oh my God, yeah. So if we, we water the whole thing down, we say we just keep on de engineering it and asking, why are we doing this? If I were to be involved in anything or trying to chase anything, 
you water it down to why am I doing it? Just keep on peering it down, keep on pulling those layers away. I think we're going to find out that a whole lot of it is just for other people. I think you're right. I, we go back to whether the jobs you take or the hobbies you take up. Right. Why am I doing this? It's all for other people for at least like, I don't say everyone does that, but for me, I find out like, Oh, I did this because so-and-so wanted me to do it. I took this job or got into this field because this person said it would be a good idea. And then just based off that little piece of information, that little piece of like acceptance or, you know, that worthiness, you find yourself in this world that's not built by you. Like you're in somebody else's world that probably doesn't even remember the shit they said to you. And you're sitting here trying to like build your life off of one tiny sentence. Right. Right. If we, God help us, if we were to peer it down like that, we would find out that you're right. 98% easily is probably all just the outside influence that we've been just doing it. Like, why is your hair cut this way? Why are you wearing this shirt? Yep. All, all this, all this crap, anything you could look around. No, and it, it's that idea of that finish line. Um, I can't get that out of my head. I'm glad I like, I'm glad we picked that because you're working towards this finish line. And for most of us, I don't think we identify what the finish line looks like. There's a difference between a finish line and a goal. Like a goal, yes, is achievable. It's, you can feel it. You can touch it. You can say, okay, I got here. I set out, put this on paper and said, I want this to be done by this time. That is a finish line. I'll give you that. But when it comes to like life and development, like it's almost like knowledge. Like, do you, once you think you learned enough, do you just stop learning? No. When you think you developed enough or you finally got to where you want to be, you now have to, instead of stopping everything you just did to get to finally that spot of feeling good. Now you have to learn how to maintain. You have to learn how to keep practicing that. It's not stopping. Like uh, that's my, that's my thought on that. You're dead on because if you're doing like a long distance race, and your objective is X number of hours or X number of miles. Once you get close to that end finish goal, your body's going to start pouring out its energy. It's like, oh, we're almost there. And you can actually quit right before the end. It's huge, well-known for like long-distance races yeah. because you're setting your flag right at that point. You have to set it past it. You have to be after, after I'm done, I'm still doing it. So that sounds like it's more of the love of the activity. Mm-hmm. But if you get tethered, to the end goal or like the finish line element there's there's no value you're going to find yourself robbed every single time you're going to get there and say yeah i did and you look around and there's nobody there there's realistically there's there's a big gaping hole of what you should have felt fulfilled you might get excited for a couple days or something like that but you know that stuff burns out after x months you get a new car it's it's you're comfortable with it after six months or whatever and you're moving on yeah. It's 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 got to be the activity that you really enjoy. That's what's worth it. Otherwise, no, it like you said, it's you're doing it for somebody else. And how do we cuz I spend a lot of my time thinking about this. How do we adapt that or like how do we coach ourselves through that? You know, it's one thing to say, "All right, Ben, there's no finish line, there's no judges." Stop doing things for other people. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, that's a step. Like first off, yeah. if you're thinking about that, like pat yourself on the back. Not a lot of people like understand or even are cognizant to like know that's what's happening or that what that feeling is. So my next step in where I am at in that process is how do you adapt it? How do you understand 
that you're no longer doing things for other people. You're really just acting for you because that's what it really boils down to. This finish line and judges thing is an awesome topic to put in a hat. But what I feel like that boils down to is what are we doing for ourselves that is going to give us that fulfillment that we're all looking for instead of filling up. You mentioned columns. How are we going to fill our columns opposed to another column that somebody metaphorically built for us? Right. It's when you were first talking about like, Hey, how are we going to do this? I started laughing to myself because I'm thinking, yeah, let's, we've been humans this long and that's what we've actually been trained to. That's it. We're so engraved to be in this direction and follow this type of behavior. So that's a huge challenge to try to de-engineer us. I think if, whether you're looking at columns or whatever that phrase, like what, what wolf are you feeding? Yeah. Let's say we fill one column up with the activities that we're doing for other people and another column we're filling up with stuff that we're doing for ourselves. If right now we could be doing so much for other people and yet we're committed to it, you know, like or you're, you're paying for your mortgage, your rent, you're paying for your food, your, your kid's education, whatever it is. So you're already vested in this one column. If we were to kind of lean on the pair back strategy to wire ourselves down, we'd have to kind of step backwards so that we can strategically place the whys back into the other column so we can do more for ourselves, but not just strip everything down and quit your job and walk away because it's not for you anymore. So it, it would have to be a calculated process, I'm guessing. What do you think? Um, so for me, I think it comes down to, I think we, with those goals, like goals are tangible. You, you can feel accomplished from a goal. So what I kind of think I want to start doing, and I'll let you know how it pans out is I want to start almost setting milestones for personal development, cognitive development. Um, so like, even if it's just stopping in a couple times a day and be like, Hey, like noticing what feels good, like things I did good, things that are making me feel good. Back to feeding that wolf. Stop noticing all the things that just make you feel bad. I think, right? you, I, th I think you just hit it. Instead of like, I'm looking backwards and that doesn't feel right anymore. You, you might just hit it. So let's say, instead of like trying to look back and say, okay, let's de-engineer this crap. Just stepping forward on the things that I'm choosing to do from now on, then I'm just simply being mindful. And Mindful. then placing that direction, feeding that wolf, putting stuff in that column or whatever shit you want to call it, but just stepping forward and then you'll see us develop out of it. I, I love it. I think what would help, not just me, hopefully anybody who watches this is, all right, feeding that wolf, filling that column sounds great. What does that look like? Right? Like what does feeding that wolf look like or not feeding that wolf. I think it's almost as important to understand what to not feed a wolf or not feed yourself is as important as to what you should be feeding yourself. Kind of like we mentioned it on our talk the other day. Imagine this idea that the painting's already painted or the sculpture's already completed. Imagine if you just had to remove things from it to make it your masterpiece, right? Instead of that overwhelming burden of feeling you have to make the painting in the Sistine Chapel, Sistine Chapel, or however you pronounce it, that's a lot of pressure, right? right. Imagine like it was already done and you just had to 
pick and choose a few things to remove from it. Well, what if that was your life? Like all of a sudden the finish line doesn't feel so monumental or so big and like such pressure to get there. All of a sudden it's like, wait, the finish line's, I'm past it already. Like it's already painted. I just have to choose what part of the finish line I decided I wanted to reach. So would that sound like instead of defining the yeses, you define your nos, and then from there you can figure out what your path turns into and the end result should be what it is for you? No, I'm thinking what if like you mentioned this too, like it's we have to know what not to feed feed ourselves, right? right? We have to know that say if drinking on a Friday and Saturday makes you feel bad on Sunday, it's going to affect you until Wednesday kind of thing. Just understanding that and not filling that column. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's understanding like, okay, well, if I have this drink, I'm putting it into this column. So when Monday or Tuesday come along, like this is an uneven balance of this column or this wolf is more full. You know what I mean? So right. it's one of those things, understanding what not to, yeah, what not to feed ourselves. Um, it's so much easier for us to realize what feels bad than what feels good. Right, right. You know, I, I think that is, an, at least for myself, it's an overwhelming feeling of feeling like depressed or anxious or uh, overwhelmed. But I don't take time to really understand and appreciate or even recognize when I feel good, when I feel centered, when I feel stable, or that feeling of zen. You know what I mean? It's always, this is what's wrong. This is why I feel this way, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anytime I'm going to feel shitty about myself, it's because I just made that decision. It's like, oh, now I feel like crap. Yeah. So it sounds like, are you thinking about your strategy now? We're back to the marble and we're chiseling away at it and we're trying to remove the excess marble to show the statue underneath it so you're thinking what's going to produce that negativity within ourselves those are decisions that we're kind of moving away from so that we can present the path that is really good to ourselves because like if we say yes for somebody else's goal like doing a crappy job or doing other type of activities that isn't for us then we're kind of feeding the wrong side. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah. I mean, if we're feeding the wrong side or doing what other people, we're almost feeding other people's wolves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not even ours. That, I think that's kind of the, it's that, it's like that caregiver syndrome where we want to take care of other people, make other people feel better. And we're working so hard to feed another person's wolf that, at no point are we thinking this is something I want to do. This is helping me. And it's not like a selfish, I, I mean, obviously I, I love the idea of being respectfully selfish and helping people, but also helping yourself at the same time. But I think we're almost working towards other people's finish lines. We feel like other people like have this idea of us and it's like going to give them resolution. Like, Hey, we have to match or fill what they think of us because that's going to bring that resolution because this is what I am because it's kind of scary to not know what you are. I'd rather accept what somebody else thinks of me than figure it out for myself kind of thing. So what I'm getting is you got these grains of time and we only have so many of it, so much of it. 
So if I'm, like you're saying, if I'm feeding somebody else's finish line, I'm dropping those grains of my time that's very limited and I'm putting it into their bucket or feeding their wolf, however you want to call it, right? And now they're achieving their finish line instead of consciously placing it in my side so that I can feed my finish line. Yeah, that's, that makes a whole lot of sense. Right now, yeah. God, we're, we, we are just taking our own essence and just giving it out to somebody else. If we yeah. kind of allow them to dictate our finish lines. Yeah, and it goes into the judging too. Like, it's just full circle. It's like if we're surrounding ourselves with the right people kind of thing, why would we think that they're judging us? You know, like at no point do I think like when we have these chats, like, Oh, Rick's judging me. I have to say the right thing. <laughs> like, it's funny. It's, I think when you're surrounding yourself with the wrong environment and the wrong people, you feel like you're trying to get to that finish line or there's a panel of judges looking at you waiting on your every move, like anxiously awaiting your every word. Right. You're just doing I, it for them. Yeah. It, people you actually don't care about and probably don't care about you. You're putting all that time and effort into people and things that aren't meaningful to you. While the things that are meaningful and the people you do love are just like sitting there getting the, like the scraps of who you are. Right. All right. Let's go back to the solution part. Now we need to, okay. to create a magical key. So, <laughs> We, we don't, we don't want to feed them. So we get the idea that all right, we have a limited amount of resource. We don't want to feed it to somebody else because like you said, they could be somebody who just doesn't even care about it at all. Um, we do want to invest that into ours. We want to make sure that the why is relevant so that it's, it's a true goal. And we're not just doing for somebody else's, you know, I don't want to do it just for Ben's approval or, any, anything like that, you know, it, it should be for yourself and your own decision. You know, to, even if you are making a conscious decision for somebody's approval, you got, you got to be behind the steering wheel behind it at least. That would be great progress. The how part, I'm stuck on, I, th I think you've got a great strategy. From now on, stepping forward, then we have to understand our steps. Hey, why am I doing this? And now really digging into it with an open set, a brand new set of eyes so that when we're moving forward, we start making the progress. And you'll see us start to come out of this cocoon that we've been really engineered into. Since yeah, birth. I think too, um, I need to be better with this. It's almost like journaling. So, cause that's going to be something you can look back on and visibly see progress. A lot of times we get caught up with everything up here. And things get, you know, scrambled up. Things are forgotten. Certain things are misremembered. Like we have false memories of things that actually didn't happen. Our own so interpretations. It's, yeah. So I think by journaling, whether it be whatever you're comfortable with, like I said, there's no, we would love that magic key, but that's the whole thing. Each one of us has a different key. Right. And so it's like if journaling once a week works for you, well, six months down the road, you're going to have X amount of journals. You're like, okay, well I started in hell on day one. Even if you're not, you know, in your dream profession, um, mastering your hobbies or your craft or anything like that, you're seeing the progress and the steps you're taking. So while there's no finish line and no judging or no judges, you're seeing progress towards that 
infinite line of development. You're, you're actually able to taste, you're able to see it, you're able to get a grasp. And from there, I mean, we coach, man. You get to coach yourself and be like, okay, well, three months went by and I was stuck at this job I hated. But in my journal entry, I didn't do anything to change it. I didn't, you know, look for other jobs. I didn't yada, yada, do all that kind of stuff. And then you can hold yourself accountable and understand you're not progressing at all. What you're doing is you're working and living for other people. If you're not, if you're not progressing for yourself, you're doing something for other people. Right. You're not, you're not tracking it. So yeah. great idea. So journaling it, you're thinking, yeah. Uh, we have to be able to look back and say, what I'm trying to say is just keep tracking on it. Because if we, if we don't, a week's going to go by and we're going to look back and say, oh, shucks, what was I doing? What was I focusing on? But if, if, if you're not every day, you're saying, okay, that's right. That's, that's, that's where my mind's supposed to be. Okay, got it. Or that's where I should be starting to think. Then it's going to create that conscious habit. Great idea. Imagine, imagine you're a project manager for your life you have to talk to every department, understand what the timeline of each project is going to go on. The people in will say, um, gene cell therapy don't care what another department is doing that has nothing to do with them. Right. It's all these micro projects that are going on, but we have the main goal of wanting to feel that centeredness. What we have to do is follow the, I, I look, I just, cause I've experienced as a project manager, is you have to keep track as you go along, right? You have to make sure that this part was taken care of. Okay, this part was taken care of. If we're not keeping track of it, we're just like, yeah, no, last week felt fine. I don't remember what really happened. Um, yeah. if, you're, if you're at work and you have to report back to a boss, like imagine going like into work and like, then be like, what happened the past six months? And you have no records of anything. Like, I don't take your word for it. Show me. Yeah. Kind of I felt thing. like I was busy. <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of stuff, but apparently I didn't get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You're, 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 you're just putting out fires. You're putting out your own personal fires. You're, you're, you're caught up putting out your own personal fires instead of making the progress. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. I, a finish line represents to me the idea that something is right and wrong. Right. The finish line to get there is I had to do all these things right to get to the finish line. Even if some things kind of were hiccups along the road, I got there because I had to do X amount of things right. Well, what if we, me and you did the same exact thing in the same exact situation and one was right for you and wrong for me? Well, now right and wrong isn't definable. Of course, yeah. So how are we going to define this finish line when your finish line would look different than mine? I can't tell you what's right right and you can't tell me what's wrong. It only works for us. And if you're surrounding yourself by like-minded people with similar interests, similar hobbies, similar goals or mindsets, well, then you're building that kind of that stadium of people or that, that game that you do want to play opposed to playing a sport you never trained for. Good point. Good point. Huge point. Because so now we're doing the journal thing. We got the consciousness. Our eyes are open. We're thinking about, okay, why am I doing this? Is it for me? And now you just added that extra element because if I'm working hard, I'm trying to do it for me, and I got the the journal thing going. I'm keeping track of it, and I'm not just fighting fires and being reactive. But if I'm surrounded by people that are going to be 
huge negative influence, a lot of my efforts are going to probably go to shit. So mm-hmm. huge point. Now you have to think about your inner circle, that uh, circle of influence kind of thing. Yeah. If you aren't consciously picking the people or the things that surround you, you're just throwing darts at a, not even a dartboard. You're throwing it like the side of a barn, hoping it hits. Exactly. And that's the whole thing is I think a lot of us are doing that. And without the journaling, without, you know, being conscious of what wolf we're feeding or column we're feeding, um, how much of that rice we're putting into other people's life of our time and energy. If we're not really thinking about that stuff. Is it rice? Is it rice or is it sand? Are some of them rice? That makes depends, sense. Depends on what country or what state, I suppose. <laughs> now, now I have to look this up. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if we're not conscious about that stuff, man, like what are we really doing? We're just ex- existing and like spinning around without ever landing on anything. Yeah, you're just giving away your finite resource for someone else. And if, if, that's, if that's your thing and that's what you're down with, you know, go for it. You know, otherwise, just be conscious about it. Because this is going to be a weird point, but I feel like a finish line, being able to say you got somewhere and you did something, I have a gnat flying around, um, is almost that looking for self-worth kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I accomplished it. I got there. I did it. Um, So maybe throwing, throwing it at people saying like, hey, you don't have a finish line. You don't have judges might be like, what? Well, then what am I doing it for? That's the big thing. I think like the brain wants finality and all that stuff. Because if there's no finish line and there's no judges, a lot of people are going to say, well, then what am I doing this for? Maybe that's the program and it's wrong. Yeah. So it, it could be the right program. And we're just trying to figure out a way to make it best for us. But it also could be the absolute wrong on why we're swirling around so many issues because we're just looking for this recognition for something mm-hmm. that originated from a bullshit spark. And now it's recognition all over the place and yeah. it's all for bullshit. Well, yeah. What's the finish line for to tell people I did something. Yeah. Bragging. It's badge. not, it's not for <laughs> me. Yeah. It's a bragging badge, man. Imagine like that. If there's anything I want someone to take out, me, myself, me and myself and I personally, um, if I can take anything from that, I want that to be the point I take away from is there's no finish line for me because the only reason people usually want to finish something for the most part is to tell somebody about it. This isn't about other people. This isn't, if I, I want this to be like climbing Everest, right? And I don't tell a soul I did it. A camera wasn't there to see it. I don't care. I climbed Everest for myself and that's what it's for. It's not for someone to pat me on the back and say, I did it. Not for all I can do is use that wisdom of how I climbed it and help those who are also looking to climb it for themselves. That sounds awesome. That sounds like a, a, a purity. It's like the, the word is stuck in my head when I'm thinking of something like that. Yeah. It kind of sounds purity. Genuine. One for me is genuine. There you when, go. I, when I feel like I'm struggling I say, am I being genuine? Am I being authentic? But I, I like purity because there is that, I don't know if you, if you get this, when you um, say words, if you see pictures, when, when you said the word purity, I saw like these 
I don't know if they're Japanese flowers or trees or something like that, but I saw and like it was just like purple and pink flowers around it. It was like <laughs> that. That and was her, just I got Kung Fu Panda stuck in my head now. <laughs> I never saw it, but what? They're great. No. All right, so our time is starting to wrap up now. So think about it. What do we got here? We got a a, a big range, so we can correct obviously correct our our whys of the direction that we're going towards our finish lines you're doing it for somebody else you're doing it for yourself or like we started to spit on that now i'm going to swoon about this all day easily <laughs> is is that even the point you know you, like you said if i'm cl climbing a mountain and i take away all the audience and there's nobody to tell would i still do it that might be quite the decided factor let, yeah. I, if anything, I want to see what people's Mount Everest is. You know what I mean? Like, what are you working for? And why? And why? why? Yeah. Like, like I said, do it for yourself and let us know why you're doing it for yourself. Um, I'm curious because this is just two people's thoughts on the idea of a finish line. It's something we put into a hat randomly and just decided <laughs> to talk for 45 minutes about it. Um, right. So like, I, I would be curious to see what other people kind of think about that because like I said there's no right and wrong I want to understand other people's perspectives and kind of their schools of thought because I always want to learn I always want to grow and stuff like that because that's going to help me right and it's always going to be different for everyone else all right well thanks for watching uh hope to see you next time listen add in the comments and then we'll be able to add your suggestion into the hat and we'll see if we can pick it for the next episode thanks yeah. for watching We'll pick your magic trick. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. All, All right, right, guys. Take it easy. Bye.